In episode number 165, I showed you how to edit multiple records at a single time using checkboxes. So you can check any number of records here, click Edit Checked, and change the value of any of them, and that will apply to all of the items that were checked. As you can see here, I changed all of them to the electronics category. Now, ever since I've done this episode, I've had requests for variations of this same theme, where how do you edit multiple records individually where you can check each one you want to edit, and then when you click Edit Checked, each record shows up individually in the same form. So a separate set of fields shows up for each of those checked records. So that's what I'll show you how to do in this episode. Now I'll start at the very beginning here where I just have some basic scaffolding for managing products. Now of course we can edit each product individually, but I want to do here is have checkboxes and manage all the products on a single form. Now to do this, we'll first need to add some checkboxes, and the technique is very similar to what I show in episode 165, so I'll do it kind of quick here. So here's what our index action looks like, our view file, where we need to add our checkboxes for each of these products. So we'll just use a quick form tag here, and then we'll need to go to an action, which we currently don't have one set up, but I'm going to create one called Edit Individual uh, Products Path, and that will be the pathway to that action, and then we'll just submit a form throughout this entire table, and we'll need to add checkboxes here, so I'll add a placement in the header, and then the checkbox, we'll use checkbox tag for displaying the checkbox, and the name of this should be product IDs with an empty square brackets at the end. This way, multiple IDs will be passed in as an array for all the checked boxes and we'll just pass in product ID as a value for each of those boxes. And then finally we'll add a quick submit tag here called edit checked for submitting the form. If we go to our products controller, you can see that we don't yet have an action here for editing individual records. We just have the seven default RESTful actions. So I'm going to add a new action called edit individual. So this will support editing multiple records individually on a single form. I'm also going to add one here called um, update individual as well, and that's what that edit form will get submitted to. And because we're adding actions to a RESTful controller, we'll need to modify our routes and say we have a collection argument here with uh, two actions, one called edit individual, and that's a post request because we're submitting it through a form. Like I mentioned in episode 165, a get request would be ideal because we're just fetching information, but because we're submitting multiple IDs, a post request is necessary. And uh, we'll call update individual here, and that's a put request because we're updating records. Now if we reload this view, you can see that we now have checkboxes with a little button here, edit checked, and we get a template missing error, but that's kind of expected because we haven't yet added our individuals, uh, edit individual HTML file there. Now before I create that template for this edit individual action, I'm first going to just fetch the products because I know I'm going to need them here. And I'll just use product.find and then pass in an array of IDs here using that product IDs parameter. And remember those are the ID values for the checked boxes. So those are passed in here and it'll fetch all those products which are checked. And then we could just create that edit individual template here. And then we'll create a nice little title here called edit products 
And here's where it starts to get interesting because we need to add a form here, but how do we add it? Do we use form4 or form tag? Uh, form4 is really for editing a single model. Uh, so if you have a single global model, kind of parent model, uh, that you're editing is a good way to go. But here we're trying to edit multiple models at a single time. And so for this, I'm going to use form tag. And that way we can just pass in the URL for the uh, update individual products path. And we'll set the method to put. Oh, I forgot the do. There we go. Inside of here, we need to loop through each of our products and then use fields for to handle a form field builder for each of these products so that we can use that to generate the form fields. So the way we do this, we can spe specify product and then actually let's make it plural and then an empty square brackets at the end here and then pass in our product as an argument to this afterwards. And what this will do is it will insert the product ID into this blank empty form uh, these square brackets here. So that way, it'll basically pass each of these products as a separate parameter uh, the way we want. And I'll show you this more inside the HTML source. Now in here, we need to add all the fields. But before I do that, let's just add a simple title. And then just a submit button here. Just like that. So now when we go back and click on some of these products, click Edit Checked, we now have all of the products listed here that were checked along with their name. And notice I added some styling to separate them out a bit as well. Now what we want to do is for each of these products to list out all of the fields for each of the attributes. Now chances are you've already got a form view somewhere else that has all of the fields. So let's just use that. So here's what that existing form view looks like. And what I want to do really is just extract out these fields and move them into a partial called fields. And then I can just have that render that partial. And then uh, pass in that f variable as a local variable. And then I could do the same thing back here inside of my editing multiple products individually, or I'm just rendering that fields partial again and passing in that f variable here as well. And when we reload here, wow, we now have fields for all of our products just like that. It was very easy and it automatically fills in their values because we're using the form builder. If we view the HTML source of this page, you can see that these form fields have an interesting name. The name has products, which will be the parameter which is sent. And notice it'll send it as a hash here because the square brackets that we had uh, in the fields for call was empty square brackets, but it placed the it inserted automatically the ID of the model into here, which will mean that the products parameter hash will have a key, which is the ID of each of the products, and then the attributes will be passed into that as the uh, value of that product's hash. So we can use that products parameter inside of our update individual action. And this is what the form gets submitted to. And so we need to update multiple records at a single time. And for that, there's a nice little class method called update that active record provides. And you can pass in the first parameter here, either a single ID or an array of IDs, which is what we want in this case. It is uh, called products parameter. And if we just take the keys 
of that product's hash, it'll be all the ID numbers. And then again, we can do the same thing, but this time take uh, the values of the product's hash, and that will be all the attributes. So this way it'll submit it, uh, update all the products at a single time in a single call really nicely for us. So we'll just add a little flash notice here saying products updated, and then uh, redirect to the product's URL. There we go. So let's change a few values here. Let's set the price to $3.99 for the milk and change this to toys and games for the game console. And you can see those values have been updated. So it successfully updated multiple records at the same time. Now, what about validations? If there is a validation error, we want to present it nicely to the user. Now, currently the product model doesn't have any validations, but we can add one here. Uh, let's just make sure the price is a number. So back inside of our controller, we need to handle invalid cases inside of our update individual action. And currently the way this works is that the update method will basically ignore validation errors. So it'll try to save the model, but if it doesn't save because it's invalid, it'll just keep on going. It doesn't raise anything or, or uh, handle the errors in any kind of way. But this update method does return an array of all the products which have been updated. So we can use this to check for all the products which were invalid. So let's basically grab this products array and let's reject all the ones which were valid and passed the validation. So we can say one way to do this would be p.valid and this way it'll just reject all the valid products. But I don't like using this valid method here because of this will rerun the validations and the validations have been already run. So I think it's more efficient to just check if the errors uh, object is empty. And if it is, that, that means that there's no validation errors, so our model is valid. So that means we can reject it from here. And uh, let's just store that inside of our products array here. So this will basically collect all of the products which are invalid, and then we can handle them the way we want. So if there aren't any invalid products, then we'll continue on our merry way like we did before. But if there are invalid products, let's re-render that uh, edit individual action called edit individual. So that way it'll redisplay the form with the validation errors. So let's try editing multiple records again here. Uh, let's just display a couple validation errors here. Click submit. And notice it redisplays our form saying that price is not a number. And it does this for each of the form fields for the products which were invalid. And notice it doesn't display the ones that were valid because those have already been saved successfully. Now one thing we'll need to fix is the name of this product here, but that's pretty easy. If we look inside of our fields partial that we created earlier, we can see that here's our error messages call. And it accepts an object name attribute option uh, which we can just pass in product as the name of it, and that way it'll display something a little nicer. So now you can see if we resubmit this form, it just says this product from being saved rather than the other thing. Okay, this functionality is pretty much complete, but I do want to finish off this episode by showing you one more thing you may want to add because I think it does add a lot of usefulness uh, for the user. And that is if you're showing all the form fields for every single record that you're editing, 
it can be kind of cumbersome, and oftentimes they're just wanting to edit one single attribute, such as the price. So we just want to, it would be nice if we could allow the user to select which attribute they're interested in on and just focus on that attribute, So such as displaying just the price field. And we can do that back here in the products listing here. Next to the edit checked button, we might want a pop-up menu saying, okay, just edit this one field. So next to this edit checked button, let's just add a select menu. And it's a bit to type, so I'm just going to paste this in here. So we're just using select tag and the parameter is going to be called field. And then just we use options for select to display a list of options where they can select all fields, which will be a blank parameter. And the other ones will just be the name of the field or attribute in the product model. And then when we reload here, we now have a menu where we can select which attribute we're interested in specifying and editing. And then we can check some products, click edit checked, but we need to restrict and only display the fields which we selected. And we'll need to do this inside of our fields partial. Uh, just to save us some time, I'll just snap my fingers. And so this is what it looks like. So for each of these fields, we're only displaying it if either the field parameter is blank or if that field matches the one that we chose in the select menu. So you can probably clean this up a bit if you use some kind of form builder or maybe formtastic, but uh, this will just work for us. And what this means is when we reload the page, only that field is displayed because we chose price earlier in that menu. And that finishes up our episode. As you can see, it's quite easy to manage multiple models individually in a single form. Uh, through the fields for helper method and just getting a basic understanding of how that works.